Children consider schools as their second home. They spend most of their younger years learning how to read and write with the help of their teachers. The youth even learn how to socialize and develop their personality within the walls of our educational institution. However, this basic notion of school as a safe space was challenged when allegations of sexual abuse made headlines. In Bacoor National High School in Cavite, students have come forward to expose the alleged predatory behavior of some of their teachers. Ito pa lang po ang una nating hakbang para mawakasan at panagutin ng mga campus predators. The Enough is Enough Coalition was also formed to call for justice. The group was formed by victims of sexual abuse from Bacoor National High School, Philippine High School for the Arts, and Far Eastern University Senior High School. But aside from these pushbacks, what could we do to fight these nightmares inside our schools? Listen as we discuss here in Criminal Rappler's Crime Podcast. Hello, I'm Jairo Bulledo host of Criminal, Rappler's Crime Podcast. For our 29th episode, we will talk to Attorney Clara Rita Padilla, or Attorney Claire for short, the founder and executive director of Engender Rights, to discuss the quote-unquote nightmares inside schools. This is, unfortunately, the sexual abuses within the walls of our educational institutions. This is really an important and on the other end, an alarming topic to talk about since we have recently documented a lot of sexual abuses involving our students. Welcome to Criminal, Attorney Claire. Hello, Jairo, and hello to all our listeners today. Yes. Unfortunately, Attorney Claire, no, it's really sad that we have to talk about this topic especially that we just um, kakasimula lang po ulit ng ating face-to-face and then we receive a lot of complaints and we hear a lot of stories from the students themselves. First question pa, attorney, ano pong meron sa culture ng Pilipinas or sa culture ng ating mga ipaaralan kung bakit nagpo-prosper po yung mga ganitong klase ng uh, sexual abuses po? Okay, um... Actually, Jairo, this is um, an international, uh, a global uh, issue. So it happens in the Philippines and elsewhere. Um, and particularly in schools, you would see that um, this is happening because of the uh, innate hierarchy within schools. So if you have professors there, teachers there, um, who are supposedly uh, the ones who are uh, uh, supposed to take care of the children. Uh, unfortunately, we have this kind of power relationship where uh, it's not just the hierarchy in terms of position, but also in terms of gender, where uh, often it would be the male teachers, male professors who would um, sexually harass the students. So we're talking about power relations. So that means hindi po nasisingle out itong schools. Kumbaga nagkataon lang po na among other institutions, mas apparent po ba yung power relations dito o mas common po ba siya? Or it also happens po ba to other um, locations or other settings po? Okay. So in the setting of schools, um, apart from the power relation of, of the teacher and the student, 
and gender relations, for example, male teachers with the female students, it's also the age. Um, so given the um, older relationship, for example, you have uh, older people there as the professors, as the teachers, and then you have the students who are uh, typically younger than the uh, teachers, especially in the context of college, uh, high school, and elementary, uh, then uh, you would have these kinds of issues. And then this also happens in the workplace. Um, it can be with uh, bosses, but it can also be with uh, co-employees. And here, if you say co-employees, um, that would mean the gender relations, basically. And when I say gender relations, uh, you would have problems where you have um, male who are sexist, male who are uh, chauvinist as well, and um, uh, who typically would think that they can sexually harass uh, without any kind of accountability, uh, then this is what usually happens in, in, in these types of uh, context, school, workplace. Uh, but as you can see, this can also happen in the streets. And in the streets, this would be basically gender relations type where even if, um, for example, even if you are uh, a boss in your company, you walk in the streets, uh, you may be subjected to uh, sexual harassment by any person. And typically, this would be uh, men in the streets. So we're talking about power relations and on the other end, if, um, yeah, gender relations po or parang yung paglalayo po, pag gender power play in other words po. So right. we, we, we touched po yung younger, uh, usually because of the younger age, especially those who are in the primary school and then secondary schools, mas younger sila doon, usually ma'am, attorney doon sa mga victims. So ano po kayang... This is really hard to discuss, I know, and this is really a sensitive thing to discuss. But can you tell us po, uh, base po sa inyong advocacy at pagtatrabaho po sa ganitong klase ng advocasya, ano po yung nagiging epekto nito, manifestations nito dun sa mga bata po na naapektuhan at naaabuso po? Okay. Um, uh, kung manifestations ang pag-uusapan natin, uh, nandyan yung pwedeng... Uh, ayaw na nila pumasok, in fact, kasi uh, natatakot sila dun sa teacher nila. Nandiyan yung issue na uh, pwedeng, uh, dahil sa, sa takot, hindi sila makatulog, hindi sila makapag-concentrate, uh, hindi sila makapag-aral na maayos. Um, pwede rin na at some point, uh, because of the threats, um, nandiyan yung they can be coerced uh, into uh, submission. You know? But but when I say coerced nga, talagang walang consent dito. You know? So, uh, maraming kasong ganito, ever since nung, nung batang-batang lawyer pa ako, uh, ang maganda lang ngayon, in a sense, kasi uh, nakakapagsalita uh, yung mga offended party, pwedeng dahil nag-post sila sa social media, di ba? Uh, dati kasi yung iba, uh, hanggang umabot na sa uh, extreme na mga, when I say extreme na sexual abuse, pwedeng umabot na sa rape, yung ganun. Uh, but, but regardless, uh, yung simula pa lang actually na, na 
may mga unwanted uh, sexual comments, yung ganyan, o kaya unwanted sexual invitations, uh, yun palang harassing na nakakatakot na, in fact. Um, yun lang nga, habang hindi nakakapag-report at walang action na ginagawa yung eskwelahan, ay pwedeng tumuloy-tuloy ito, yung mga harassment, uh, hanggang sa pwedeng uh, umabot nga sa pwedeng rape na yung mangyayari, uh, sexual assault, acts of nasivistas, among others. Opo, it's really sad po, no? Um, aside from kasi, we've seen these types of, and this is not new because this has been existing for decades, years, um, even before the pandemic, it, it, it started na po. Um, ano po kaya effect naman nito doon sa mga estudyante na hindi naapektuhan directly, but you know, they're, they're in the same school, parang that student knows yung student na naapektuhan. Ano naman po yung indirect effect, direct effect, effect nito doon sa mga ind- indirect na victims po? Mm-hmm. Uh, Una-una, gusto kong sabihin na typically kasi hindi lang isa yung nagiging survivor ng sexual harassment uh, or violation ng safe spaces. Uh, usually, marami sila. So, pwedeng nung previous batches, meron Uh, kung hindi ma-actionan uh, properly, walang nagkaroon ng impunity, walang accountability, yung future batches um, subject din sila to uh, vulnerability to sexual harassment and abuses. Um, yung iba, meron ding retaliation uh, from the teachers, professors. At yung iba naman na hindi naging survivor, uh, ano pa rin siya um, kumbaga uh, pwedeng may effects sa kanila mentally in, in the sense na may alam silang nangyayari and yet hindi na alam paano makatulong dun sa survivor. Hindi nila alam uh, paano mag-report sa school uh, and that can be tormenting as well. Diba? So yung alam mo na yung kaibigan mo uh, or kaklase mo, uh, survivor ng uh, sexual harassment and yet wala kang magawa, um, uh, So, nagkakaroon siya ng uh, negative effect sa psychological and mental health ng mga bata. Opo, so kumbaga, hindi lang ito nakaka-apekto talaga dun sa mga victims, but also for other stakeholders or other people na directly or indirectly involved. Ngayon, attorney, punta naman po tayo dun sa mga specific cases po natin na pinag-uusapan, pinag-uusapan at patuloy na pinag-uusapan for the last uh, months, last time, meron po tayong nakitang mga nag-move forward from the Philippine High School for the Arts na na-abuse sila. And then we have the most recent one sa Bacoor National High School. And based on our, our report, I think admin complaints ang sinabmit so far against these teachers. Are this enough po ba in general sa yung mga admin complaints po ba enough to hold these people accountable? Especially those people in power or in position po. Huna-huna, hmm. uh, sa akin, yung mismong admin complaint depende kung uh, saan siya finale. Uh, honestly, um, ako meron akong view na uh, dapat hindi siya, hindi ang investigation within the school itself kasi pwedeng Uh, maraming politicking na nangyayari doon. So, uh, 
Uh, ako, I would rather still na pwedeng depend ang mag-investigate. Pwede rin yung uh, civil service mismo in the sense na uh, kung public school ito, uh, yung civil, sa civil service magkaroon ng investigation. Um, kasi marami na ako nakita in the past na uh, pag, pag within the admin lang, same institution, um, pag minsan pa nga, unfortunately, natatalo yung complainant. So I would rather na uh, yung mismong DepEd or yung mismong um, civil service ang mag-investigate dito. Uh, and then secondly, dun sa issue na uh, sapat ba yung admin, uh, sa akin lang dapat meron ding kasabay yung criminal complaint. Um, kasi uh, very important yung criminal prosecution. Uh, kasi ano to eh, pwedeng maging repeat offender or pwedeng ang several times na siya na offender, hindi lang siya nasapahan ng kaso. So ngayon na merong complainant, maganda na merong na ma-file din yung criminal complaint, di ba? Um, at hindi lang din yung criminal complaint. Maganda rin na mag, uh, mag-file din sa Professional Regulations Commission, di ba? Uh, para mapatanggalan na ng lisensya. Kasi um, uh, napaka-importante ng role ng teacher uh, at napaka-nalalagay talaga sa, kumbaga, at risk yung mga estudyante habang nagtuturo pa yung teacher na ito, di ba? At makakalipat sa ibang school na uh, kumbaga wala man lamang information yung ibang school na ito palang uh, teacher na to ay may kaso na pala dati, sexual harasser pala, di ba? So kaya importante na lahat ng efforts ay effective at lahat ng complaints ay maisang pa. Clearly there was something you mentioned earlier uh, during this question na maganda yun eh. Yung sinasabi niyo po na aside from ideally the investigation should come from outside authorities like the DepEd, the, the civil service. Do you think this should be standardized in any form of sexual abuse? Do you think ito po dapat yung practice talaga? Um, ako naniniwala ng ganun. Yun lang ah. Um, kasi pa nasulat na sa mga batas at saka sa mga regulations na kung merong kodi yung uh, kung merong committee on decorum and investigation uh, yung isang institution doon yung investigation. But in my experience nga uh, may mga natatalong kaso at uh, So, so kumbaga, I would rather nga na uh, mapalitan yung regulations na uh, kung saan una magsampa yung uh, complainant ay doon sana. For example, lalo na nga, and, and I would prefer na doon sila magsampa, for example, sa DepEd at doon sa civil service. Good point, Paterni. Um, nabanggit nyo rin po kanina na dapat talaga may monitoring system, system na... Um, dapat i-check yung mga teachers. Baka mamaya may previous offend, uh, o mga offense na pala siya na ginawa, may mga abuse na pala siya na ginagawa, and then lipat-lipat lang siya ng school or gumagraduate lang yung mga kanyang na-abuse. Speaking of that po, meron pong suggestion yung ating National Bureau of Investigation to create, babasahin ko po yung quote, a database of allegations and reported misconducts of teachers sabi po nila, this would be accessible to schools to help check the background of teaching applicants. Do you think this is highly needed po, aside from the educational institutions, to other institutions din po? 
Hmm. Uh, ako, ang, uh, I would tend to believe na uh, dapat stronger yung mechanisms natin dyan. So, uh, kung merong complaints filed against, yun lang, may, may problema tayo sa batas kasi merong uh, confidentiality uh, na kapag nasampahan, uh, confidential muna pati yung offender. Uh, but the truth is, I would rather na uh, uh, upfront yung mga nasasampahan ng kaso at accessible kasi nga um, um, this is a means of prevention. At lalo na kung uh, they are found guilty, administratively or guilty uh, in in criminal uh, proceedings and in the uh, PRC. Di ba? So uh, ako, I would also subscribe dun sa uh, magkaroon ng batas dun sa sexual offenders um, na when when found guilty um, um, accessible ito uh, sa lahat ng tao uh, kasi nga this is a means of prevention diba? so yung iba naman kasi kung titingnan mo lalo na sa ngayon mababa pa yung penalty sa ngayon kasi ang penalty even in sexual harassment and even in the um, safe spaces uh, mababa pa siya so kung maitataas sana ito uh, mas maganda kasi nga uh, hindi magiging subject lang to probation. Um, maliban doon, kasi kung probation, wala man lang yung ano eh, magre-report lang siya, di ba? Wala siyang uh, detention, yung ganong klase. Um, kaya I would rather nga na taasan ang penalty and all and then mag-push for other laws and then I can talk about the other laws later. Right. So interesting po yung attorney na banggit nyo kanina about the criminal proceedings and uh, the, our legal system. Basically kasi, sinasabi kasi nila na if people would be required to disclose or, or, or other people would have like access to criminal records, that would be really discriminatory daw in some extent. Pero what you were saying, tama po ba, ay dapat for sexual offenders ito, exclusively lang. Yes, uh, well, particularly for, for sex offenders kasi nga um, uh, it's for the safety of, of, of everyone concerned, including uh, children, diba? women, uh, who are often uh, survivors or victimized by predators. So kaya uh, sa akin, uh, we're, we're talking about effective prosecution and effective uh, deterrence and, and to me, uh, kasama yung sa sex offender type of um, kumbaga uh, red flagging in ganun klase. Isa sa mga classic na sinasabi ng mga tao is that meron daw mga available na batas pero wala lang daw ngipin. Pero in the context of sexual abuse in schools and other uh, institutions in general, ano kaya yung mga loopholes po na pwede na sana nating improve, diba? Parang, hmm. po, sa IRR po ba to, Sa penalties po ba ito? Sa prosecution level po ba ito? Can you share your thoughts about this po? Being a lawyer din po. Hmm. Uh, una, una dun sa ano, Jaira, yung, yung mismong uh, awareness sa issue ng sexual harassment, violation of safe spaces, uh, mababa yung awareness at uh, even yung awareness ng gender relations, sexism, um, and yung, yung, yung fact that there are a lot of people uh, 
who already have personality disorders, that's why they can commit uh, such types of sexual abuses, di ba? So, from yung issue rin ng narcissism to uh, psychopathic behavior, di ba? So, to me, first, yung sexuality education, dapat stronger yan, di ba? Tapos, ituturo rin na there are predators there, including teachers, di ba? Uh, also, pwede rin kasama yung uh, students. Um, and then, yung issue as regards yung touch, touches, di ba? So, yung touches din kasi, uh, and then yung unwanted touches, and then yung uh, proposals na unwanted, di ba? Even yung threats. Uh, yung threats kasi hindi alam ng mga bata pag tinakot sila na... Um, uh, merong repercussions, uh, kumbaga na panghihinaan sila. So, dapat lahat yun pinag-uusapan na tinuturo. Uh, maliban doon, doon sa mismong batas, um, uh, first yung, yung raising the age of sexual consent, naging successful tayo dyan, di ba? So, na-erase na natin siya to 16, meaning to say 15 below. Uh, ano, na ag- uh, ano na agad yan, di ba? Rape na agad yan by, by statute. Um, nabangit ko rin yun sa sex offender. Pero sa ngayon din, uh, nakikita ko yung grooming type. Uh, pwede rin kasing maging uh, kasuhan na eh, yung grooming. Um, yung iba kasi, uh, strictly speaking, I think there should be a stronger law in terms of grooming. And this can be, makikita rin natin ito based on, kasi pag sinabi natin grooming, di ba? Uh, hindi, hindi alam ng bata, grooming na pala ito towards in the future na magiging sexual harassment. So it's all part of sexual harassment. Uh, and even yung cybercrime, to me, um, sa ngayon kasi, hihingi sa korte, for example, para uh, makakuha ng mga warrant para uh, tingnan yung uh, kung ano man yung social media sites in yung klase. But to me, Kung meron kang complainant, um, tapos meron kang basis, meron kang probable cause, kumbaga, to me, as part of investigation, um, even prior to, uh, anong tawag dito, yung, yung warrant itself, to me, pwedeng may surveillance eh, Kasi that's part of surveillance, di ba? Kasi you're establishing the criminal case. Eh, meron ka ng complainant, kumbaga. So, um, ako, mas stronger yung yung tingin ko na na batas doon uh, especially uh, pagdating sa mga uh, sexual abuses tapos unfortunately although napasan ni Auntie O sa Ecloy Auntie Online Sexual Abuse and Exploitation of Children wala pa ring IRR yung kanya implementing rules and regulations so hindi pa natin siya napapakinabangan pero may magandang point doon attorney di ba yung sabi ng NBI may point may, may um part portion provision ng RA na yon na hindi na i-require yung court order para makakuha ng para mag-release para matuloy yung investigation so mapapabilis na rin daw po ah uh, yun lang nga yung ang experience ko kasi um nagbibigay ako ng training sa mga uh, PNP cybercrime uh, sinusunod nila yung yung batas sa cybercrime na uh, yung mga warrant yun ganun. So kaya nga yung better understanding ng uh, OSAEC tsaka yung IRR uh, and, and implementation would be very useful. Kasi sa ngayon, um, kakabigay ko nga lang ng training noong June. Eh. Uh, uh, meron tayong ganun klaseng problema. 
Kumbaga sa, parang opo sa sa awareness din no awareness. ng mga supposedly mga ating safeguard na safeguard laws na tinatawag. Mm-hmm. Po. This has been really a um an insightful discussion pero down na po tayo sa ating last question and I think this is really a question coming from um everyone. Ito yung laging tanong sa atin sa mga ganitong klase po ng abuse. Kaya dapat iparealize po natin to sa lahat. Sino po ang pinakatalo sa sa ating lipunan habang nagpo-proliferate po yung ganitong klase ng pang-aabuso sa ating paaralan, pamayanan at mga workplaces po. Okay. Um yung yung gusto ko sana maintindihan ng uh, ng for example ng mga uh, heads of schools uh, yung effect kasi nito sa mga survivors uh, grabe yung yung psychological impact uh, at later on nakikita to in their older years eh, in the, and sometimes nagiging uh, that because of the lack of access to counseling and all yung ganyan uh, nadidisempower sila and sometimes they can engage in risk, risky sexual behavior they can engage in um uh, maaring uh, yung relationships with people uh, who abuse them, yung ganun. So kaya uh, nakikita ko talaga na malaking problema ito, natalong-talo yung mga survivor. At kadalasan dito, batang babae um, at saka yung mga young women. Meron din na mga uh, LGBTI na, na uh, subjected to sexual abuse. Yung ganyan. So kaya ang sinasabi natin dito ay um, yung effective implementation on sexuality education, um, tamang progressive interpretation and implementation of laws, and of course, the amendment of, of laws and, and passage of stronger laws um, to effect uh, proper uh, changes and, and to deter uh, sexual abuses, sexual harassment, violation of the safe spaces, among others. Talagang hindi kasha po ang ilang minuto natin to discuss everything. But thank you so much po, Attorney Claire, sa napakagandang insights po at mga concrete na suggestions how we address this problem. Kasi talagang hindi lang ito usapin ng uh, mga magulang at sa pangangalaga sa kanilang anak, but also this is a multi-layer, multi-sectoral problem na dapat ina-address po natin yung mga kakulungan ng lipunan sa aspeto po ng batas, sa aspeto po ng law enforcement, and even this also a, a socio-cultural problem to some extent po. And thank you so much po again, Attorney Claire, for sharing your insights to our podcast. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you po. If you want regular news updates, please visit Rappler's website, www.rappler.com, or follow Rappler's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram accounts. If you have suggested topics for this podcast, please message me on my Twitter account, at Jairo Giorno. This has been Criminal Podcast. Thank you for listening.